Undad is part of the Alberta Podcast Network and is powered by ATB. Well, wasn't that a fun intro? <laughs> there are going to be some changes to the Undad, not um, drastic changes, more perspective changes. While in the past this has been solely about talking to parents about being parents, I'm going to diversify the broad, vast scope of who I'm going to be talking to and why I'm going to be talking to them. I'm going to be talking to people about what they're doing, what's going on in their lives, maybe a big gig, a book they want to sell, a farm they're trying to get more animals on, whatever. But I'm also going to talk to them about family. Sure, parenting is neat and it really affects the individual I'm talking to, but nothing nothing molds the individual more than the environment in which they were brought up. Now, does that sound a little more intimate? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but that's more of what I'm interested in, I think, with people and talking to them. Parenting is still great. I'm still going to talk to parents and whatnot, but as much as the undad is about being a parent, it's also about being a family member and about growing within the family. And that is both difficult and highly rewarding. So this episode is going to sort of be a high five to the past, a uh, handshake to the future, and a way too long hug to what we are going to be, what we are, and what I hope is around the corner. So without further adieu, Here's that intro thing that I did so many times that I'm going to change and you'll hear it for the last time. Okay. <sighs> Hi, everybody. My name is Trent Wilkie, and this is the Undad Podcast. This is a podcast about being a parent in this bizarro modernity. Also, it's about teamwork, because how else are you going to make a dream work? Hey, you dingleberries. <laughs> Episode is titled, you know what I mean, Jelly Bean? The reason for these changes are mostly because I've been doing some changing in my life. For 10 years, I have been doing Metro Shorts at the Garneau Theater with the Metro Cinema Society. And that had been wonderful. It was great. It was a great 10-year run. But 10 years seemed like a good time to put it all to an end. I talked to my co-producers, Matt Stanton and Jason Ludwig, and we decided that, yeah, 10 years was a, was a good, good long decade of seeing awesome short videos, listening to our great judges talk about the videos and, and the video makers adjudicating the films and whatnot, and seeing filmmakers grow from maybe first-time videographers to, to full-blown filmmakers. It was very exciting and very wonderful. But to quote that last Star Trek episode, all good things must come to an end. And we went out on our own terms, which is something that you always want to do in anything. 
And that was, that was, that was something that was a big change. Like I said, 10 years of my life was doing that. Also another, another thing, it was a newer thing that I was enjoying, but had, I just couldn't fit my life around it. It was, uh, working with the Curry brothers and Dana Anderson at the grindstone theater for up late with Dana Anderson, writing monologues and, and doing guest musical support and, and even hosting a few of the episodes. It just, it got too much and life things happened. Um, family members got sick and I just couldn't dedicate the time to it. And that, you know, was, was a letdown because I was, I was enjoying it, but at the same time I had to worry about myself, my mental health. And that is something that as a parent and as a father and as a husband, I'm starting to really learn a lot about when turning the mirror onto myself. I can talk to other parents as much as I want about what it is to be a parent, but all of the things that, that I am being right now need to be taken extremely seriously. I don't know if I, if I have been. Now, I'm not trying to undermine my abilities and say that I wasn't taking being a parent seriously, even though I just did say that. But what I am trying to say is there is room for more focus, uh, for me to do a better job. My son just turned four. My daughter will turn two in 25 days. And I will be 43 in 15 days. These are all, sure, they're all, you know, signposts on the, on the road of life or some stupid shit like that. But... I feel like I can really focus on the things I want to focus on more. A wise person who was not me said, focusing on few things, making them better, is better than focus on many things and making them okay. And I want to make a few things better. I have a lot of projects I want to do and very little time to do them in. Yet, there is a portion of my life that does not care about what I want to do. And that is the portion that I love very, very much. Uh, my wife and my family are at the top of my list. And I need to start treating that like that. Not that I wasn't before, but I always wanted to you know, be a, a family member and still do projects and whatnot. And the projects were just... They were too etched in stone. They were too unmalleable for my needs. And the undead podcast is a very important part of my life. Cause I get, you know, this it's cheaper than therapy, man. Huh. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. Like I'm sitting in my basement and it's nearly midnight and I'm talking to myself ostensibly. And it feels pretty good because I feel like there's at least another 50 people who will listen to this and maybe they'll enjoy it. Maybe they won't, but at least they'll be listening to it. And that's an audience. That's a strong audience. Um, and that's an audience that I want to connect to and communicate with. And at the same time, I want to be able to express myself properly and healthily and offer something to the world around me. Uh, more than just some jokes here and there and being a part of a, of a great big group of people. I still want to be part of a great big group of people, but I want to be able to pick those people. And I want to focus on the things that I want to create as a creator. And yes, I am rambling, but you know what? It's my show, G.I. Joe. So don't touch my stuff. 
and you know like whatever your face so there we go that made sense to everybody including myself do you sports i've seen people sportsing they go fast and hard they take teamwork and then they make a dream work this is how hockey gets hockey ed atb sponsors hockey all the way from tom thumb and peewee to the pros they also love helping local volunteers whose tireless efforts often make hockey possible in their communities. Visit ATB.com for all your hockey needs. Go sports! There's a lot of thanking I need to do when it comes to many things in my life. Like I mentioned previously, some things I'm not doing anymore, but I want to thank David Choros and the Metro Cinema Society for the 10 years of putting on Metro shorts, mostly water theater and myself. We had a great time. We got to hang out with people that were talented and wonderful. We got to see inspirational films. So many nights we got to see some really weird shit that we never would have normally seen and that it scarred us, but that's part of growing up. You know, you are in a cumulative value of all of the burns and, hardships that you have seen and adapted to so uh let's just say that metro shorts made us heroes in our own really weird world but in all seriousness i'd like to thank david and the society for allowing us to have a a a venue like that to be able to meet so many great and talented people i'd also like to thank the uh, edmonton expo that just passed myself and christian zip and fonda mithrush did a panel on how to be a critic and that went really well. It was, we had a nice crowd and a lot of inquisitive people asking really wonderful questions about what it is to be a functional part of media from a, from a critical standpoint. And the expo gave us that forum to do that. And I wanted to let them know that I appreciated that and also appreciate Fonda and Christian as well. A couple of wonderful, brilliant people that I am lucky to share a stage with. Currently, I'm reading uh, Dave Bedini's new book, Midnight Light, A Personal Journey to the North, and I'm about 50 pages in, and I got the book this morning. It is such a wonderful read. It is so far just engaging and immersive and all those wonderful things that you want from a book. What I love about things that I really enjoy is I'm starting to read it, and the next thing I know, an hour has passed. And I'm still involved in the book, wanting to read more and more. So I'm looking forward to interviewing him as a part of the LitFest festival that is going on in uh, Edmonton from October 11th to 21st. Um, you can check out that at litfestalberta.org if you want any more info. I will be doing more on that. So uh, keep your ear to the fucking thing that puts sounds into it, eh? Also, uh... On October 10th, I will be taking part in the Edmonton Comedy Festival Media Challenge. That's uh, Wednesday, October 10th at 7.30 at the ATB Financial Arts Barns. Uh, It's going to be fun. I've done it a few times. There's several media wonderkeened. There's several media wonder-knots there. There's several media also-copters there. There's several media... Really neat there. (laughs) 
uh, Garrett McGowan, who is a nice gentleman, and I've had a chance to hug way too long on several occasions. Dave Breaking News Breckenridge, that you've heard on the Undead. Uh, Eileen Bell, who taught me in J school, and I still have trouble pronouncing words because all I hear is her saying, nope, no, no. Um, Courtney Tarot whose name I love to mispronounce because man, that's who I am. And there's so many more people that are going to be there. It's going to be a real fun time. It always is. Um, it is sold out, uh, but I have a couple of tickets. Um, and if you want to go to the show, uh, hit me up. Yo, <laughs> that's what the kids are saying. Arsenio Hall is in my house. Uh, hit me up. And uh, I'll give you a couple. Oh, what do I do here? Is it a skill testing question? Is it a giveaway? What do I do? What do what do brave souls in modern media do when they have something? Okay, let's do a skill testing question. Um, who was my first public beating? No, that's not going to work. Who's the bet? No, that's stupid. Who directed... No, that's stupid. You guys are making this tough. Okay, on the spot. Trivia. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Name the black and white movie in which Gary Farmer says stupid fucking white man over and over again. If you can answer that question, you get a couple of free tickets to the media challenge at the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Yeah, so that's sold out. So if you are interested in getting those tickets, let me know. So in wrapping this up, I'm going to have some recommendations, some media recommendations. Uh, books. I got to go with Dave Bedini's newest. Midnight Light, A Personal Journey to the North. Honestly, it's I'm just into it, but it is... It's hard to romanticize the vastness of Canada and the intimacy of that vastness. But Bedini is doing it so far. So I, I highly recommend checking out Midnight Light. Um, like I said earlier, I will have uh, an interview with, with Dave. Uh, and it's just, it's a, it's so far, it's so far so great, as they say. So yeah, my movie recommendation would be, uh, it's on Netflix and it would be Hold the Dark. It's directed by Jeremy Saulnier. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is in it. Alexander Skarsgård. James Badge Dale. It's really a wonderful movie for a person that has my type of personality. It's dark. It's lonely. Uh, the ending is ambiguous, and I love that. Leaves it up to you to decide what you had just seen and how you're going to deal with it emotionally. But seriously, hold the dark. Uh, is a is a great film. It's also a it's a, it's a full on art piece that I I think is is something that people when they see films they want an A B and C. It's just an A to L with a whole bunch of R's and a sneaky little S. But it's something where you're sitting down, you're you're gonna sip some wine, you're gonna have some popcorn, you're gonna have to have a long hard fucking chat at the end of it because you're gonna have to disseminate that shit, and it's quite wonderful. The music I'm listening to now, I've been listening to it uh, for a few days. It's uh, F&M's new album, Lessons from Losers, and specifically that title track, Lessons from Losers. The video is wonderful. 
uh, Ryan and Rebecca, who are who are wonderful people. They make wonderful music. Uh, it, it just it's again it would really go well with Hold the Dark. It's it's a it makes you feel okay to be alone. People have their dark angles, and there ain't no shame in that. And sometimes feeling a little glum, but with a, a sprinkle of whimsy and love and understanding that emotions are both deep and rich, that's what FM's Lessons from Losers is to me. I highly recommend it. Yeah, just listen to it. It's it's a it's a really gooder. It's a really it's a gooder. It's a gooder, you know? It's a gooder. TV my wife and I have been watching New Girl. It's pretty funny. I find everybody in it funny. I love hearing my wife laugh. I love watching a show where something happens on the screen and it's funny and she looks over to me to laugh too and we share in that laugh. That's just something that I really cherish in my life. Sharing something with my my favorite person in the world is pretty rad. So, New Girl. Really good TV. And the wild card. I was on the uh, the Twitter machine, and uh, there's a company called, or at least a, a website. There's a website called Spark2, and it's uh, it's a fake followers audit. And so I did my uh, I did myself. You know, I don't want to sound weird, but I did I did myself. And I don't think that's weird. I think everybody does it. Everybody does themselves. I don't. I'm not going to go on about it. I just think it's natural. So shut up. Anyway, I had like a. N- 9% fake follower audit, which makes sense. I've got two grand, but on a lark, I <laughs> decided to just see how many fake followers Donald Trump had. 52.1% peeps. Not a shocker, but at the same time, uh, huh. It's one of those noises you make where everything sort of makes sense in the world. You can't really describe it in words, so you describe it in a sound. Huh. That's what that one is. Anyway, I'll be here again next week. Got a couple of interviews coming up this Friday. And yeah, thank you for paying attention to me. If you like what you hear, do whatever people do when they like what they hear. I'd like to thank Andrew Paul for producing this episode. I'd also like to thank the Edmonton Community Foundation for the recording space and the support. I'd also also like to thank Nathaniel Sutton of Brother Octopus slash Defend the Rhino slash whatever it is the heck he's working on for the intro music. You can find me at theundad.com or online at theundad on Twitter or just type in the undad on Facebook. Or you can email me at trent at thetrentwilkie.com or you can just see me on the street and give me a way too long hug.